T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We made it. It's the final hour of power here on this Tuesday edition of the Burgundy and Gold Today. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 3 o'clock before we dish the rock to the Hoffman Show. The Prince of Passion has got you covered on your afternoon drive home. Right now, though, talking all things Washington Commanders. We'll replay the Sean Payton audio here in a second, but I'll reset uh, the scene for everybody here who's just now tapping in with us. Uh, Sean Payton last week was on Radio Row and joined Adam Shine of uh, CBS Sports on his show, Time to Shine. And they got to talking about, you know, Sean Payton's other options, right? He obviously inked a long-term deal to become the head coach of the Denver Broncos last week. But it didn't mean that other teams weren't hot on his tail. And uh, one team that was mentioned was the Washington Commanders. Now, with Sean Payton and his potential you know, being courted by the Washington Commanders, him being courted by D.C., a lot of us here locally felt like it was always a pipe dream and the timelines never matched up. But take a listen to Sean Payton talking about just how serious uh, Washington was. For me, it was looking it was looking really closely at, at, at these teams. And then there was a, you know, there everyone's waiting to see what happens in Washington. And there, there was some interest from some potential ownership groups that are going to be bidding on that currently a bid on that team that we're getting ahead of the game saying wow. hey you know if we get awarded this team would you and and so there were a lot of different things at play that's interesting right? and and that's a place that's had great tradition like when i came into the league adam my first two years were philly of course yeah. my next four years were new york so Giants, you know all about that and then my next three were the cowboys that my whole entire nfl career Prior to New Orleans was NFC, NFC East. And what happened to that program? Was that one that made you think a little bit? Listen, that place, my uncle loved the Washington franchise. Last year, we go there to play. And I'm pregame, I'm looking up in the crowd. A third of the fans are Saints fans. And I'm like, what happened to this place? Yeah, that was it's, one it's of the sad. six. That was one of the six pillars. They used to fight for tickets in divorces. I mean, there's a 50 year wait list <sighs> to get tickets. It's that sad. Was a, that was a special place. It was. So it'll come back. I hope so. Woo! Lot to unpack from Sean Payton in this conversation uh, with Adam Shine. But my biggest takeaway, man, was the fact that prospective owners are already going out and looking for a new option at head coach. What does that mean about the job security of the current head man here in Washington? Talking about Ron Rivera. How long is his leash, so to speak? What scenarios are there out there to where Ron Rivera keeps his job past 2023? Because listening to Sean Payton, I'm not sure Ron Rivera even makes it 
2023, right? This thing, talking about the sale of the team, could happen sooner rather than later. So I wonder what other prospective ownership groups have the same thought process uh, as the one that was courting Sean Payton. But to me, man, based on the way this roster's constructed, what does Ron Rivera have to do to keep his job passed this year? Well, to me, there's one thing that should save Ron Rivera no matter what happens from a win-loss standpoint, right? Washington can end up going 6-11, right? 17 games, right? 6-11, that makes sense. Washington could be a six-win team this year, right? But if Sam Howe shows clear signs of growth and development and it becomes very evident that he's the guy moving forward, how do you part ways with Ron Rivera after that? Think about how long this franchise has been starved of a long-term answer at the game's most important position. How do you move on from the guy who drafts our long-term answer? I don't know, man. It's a tough sell. It's a tough sell. 301-230-0980 is the number here on the Burgundy and Gold today. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We'll start at the top of the list here. AP's out in Greenbelt. What's going on, man? Finally. <laughs> hey, what up, Linnell? What's up, man? Bro? You, you my man, for real. But You always tell me I'm your um, man before you, before you, before you contradict what, I'm, what I said already. Go ahead, AP. <laughs> Yo, because Ron, it's time for him to go. He, he's he's overstayed his welcome. He's done. Hey, people, what if he picked the quarterback that's the guy moving forward? You still going to get rid of him? Linnell, yes. And you know why I'm going to let him go? Why? Because that same quarterback he picked, he chose Carson Wentz over him. He mm. chose Taylor Heineke over him. Mm. We know what Taylor can do. Mm. He bench Taylor in favor of Carson. Carson wet the bed yet again in a playoff push in a, in a game that had playoff implications. He wet the bed terribly. You chose him over Sam Howe, the guy you picked, the guy you constantly said, or it was rumored to say that he wasn't ready. Mm. But then in a meaningless game for us, even, or at least he did his thing. So my whole thing is, why are we keeping Ron when he can't even when he don't he didn't even know we were playing for the playoffs? He was like, oh, <laughs> so it was, it was well, that's well, that's something we'll never let him live like down. It says to me, as a fan, as a loyal fan, as a diehard fan like yourself, Linnell, mm-hmm. who, who who hasn't really seen the glory years. Yeah, I was born, you know, <laughs> I was in the bassinet, but right. I wasn't able to really <laughs> comprehend what was going on. So that shows me. As a coach, you checked out because you're telling me you ain't know, you, you know, you ain't got your bulletin board material. You ain't watching what's going on around you. People ain't in your ear telling you, hey, Ron, we got to get this game. Hey, I don't So, AP, you what you're saying, bro, so what you're saying, and I appreciate the call, what AP is yeah. saying is the writing is already on the wall, so to speak, with Ron Rivera. There are decisions, and I agree 100% with AP. I, I get it. I'm Look, I don't know which way I'm leaning with this, man. I just want to win. That's all. I just want to win. And if we can – Get our starting quarterback for the future in the same process of that, I'm with it. But I get what AP's saying. The decisions that Ron made last year, I mean, some of them are just so baffling that you can't get over those. You can't win the fan base back. Well, shout out AP for bringing up that point, man. That's 
That's real deal Holyfield, right? I, I can't forget. You say you love Sam Howell now, but you ain't love him when you was paying Carson Wentz $28 million. You didn't love him when you needed a winning end scenario game and you go back to Carson Wentz, not Taylor Heineke. Excuse me, or not Sam Howell. So how much do you really love Sam Howell? I get it. But what I'm saying is, yes, we all there's a consensus amongst media members and the fan base that this is a quote-unquote lame duck year for Ron Rivera. I get that. The question is, is there nothing he can do to keep his job? One caller called in and said, well, if he goes 15-2, and two, well, that is should keep his job. Come on, man. Let's be realistic here. You're telling me if Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders this year go out and finish, let's say they finish 9-8. and eight. They just missed the postseason, though, right? They just missed the postseason. But Sam Howell goes out and throws for 3,800 yards and 29 touchdowns and 13 picks. You're telling me? If Sam Howe shows clear growth and development as being the starting quarterback moving forward, you're telling me Ron Rivera doesn't get to keep his job? He's the one that drafted Sam Howe. He's the one that had a second-round grade on him. Come on, man. He's not dead yet is what I'm trying to say. For all of us trying to put a fork in Ron Rivera, he's not dead yet. Because who knows, man, the 2023 campaign might be his best act yet. Let's go to Anthony out in D.C. What's going on, Anthony? Uh, Mr. Howell, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, unlike the previous caller, I actually seen all the glory days. I went to all three parades and everything. So Shout out to you, I'm man. coming from a Yeah, so I'm coming out from a different angle and stuff. Um, I listened to what Sean Payton said. The thing where it stuck with me more, so that what you said about the uh, ownerships wanted to, like, to get him into the position is when he called us the former six pillars of the NFL. Mm, yes. If, 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 yeah, if people understand what he was saying about that, we were them teams. It's not like how you got Kansas City, go the world, and all that today. Mm-hmm. We were them back then, you know, whatever. And, stuff. And, and if you remember when um, Dan Snyder was taking over the team, we had a team that had the number two offense that was a missed field goal away from playing an NFC championship game. Now, just let that marinate with y'all. Y'all want to make these, you know, hastily moves and stuff like that. Just think about that. Y'all are be at, y'all acting like right now, like Dan Snyder's, a bunch of Dan Snyder's right now. That's how y'all acting, mm-hmm. with y'all attitude about wanting to get rid of Ron and everything. Ron could develop that boy and being a starting quarterback. To me, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it for me. Because like you said, we've kind of been, it's been a minute. And Dan Snyder wanted the funny thing about it, Dan Snyder wanted to get rid of Brad Johnson mm. before the, the deal with it. He wanted to take the deal back. You remember that? He wanted to take the deal back. So who sounds like Dan Snyder more? Is it these callers or is it, <laughs> is, you know what I'm saying, Dan Snyder? Yeah. You feel me? No, I, I 100% so, yeah, get you, brother, man. I appreciate the yeah, call. That's real. That's real. We have to have patience here. And I feel like AP put it best, man, in the phrase that he used. Ron Rivera seems like has is, is overstayed his welcome, so to speak, uh, with this Washington Commanders fan base, right? And I understand, you know, if that ultimately is the case. But you're telling me if Washington in 2023 goes out and wins nine, ten games or eight, nine games and they miss the playoffs, but Sam Howe clearly shows signs of being the guy moving forward, you're telling me you're going to move on from the dude who drafted him? What sense does that make? Seriously. And I'm the biggest Ron Rivera critic there is. But, man, look, anybody, anybody who comes in here and solves 
the quarterback position for D.C., they deserve a damn statue built for them outside of FedEx. They deserve anything they could possibly want. The world is your oyster at that point. For a franchise that has been starved for a long-term answer at the game's most important position, you're telling me if Ron Rivera has found that answer and Sam Howe, you're going to get rid of him? Come on, man. 301-230-0980 is the number. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Dennis is out in Maryland. What's going on, Dennis? Um, hey, I'm doing fine. Hope you are, too. Yes, and uh, a really interesting conversation. Now, uh, you want to get real? Mm-hmm. 22, 27, and 1. That's real. That's Ron Rivera's record. Ron Rivera is also the one who had a really good offensive line last year. And what was that offensive line this year? You want him to solve the quarterback uh, position? You better solve that offensive line position first. And they still haven't addressed linebacker. He's had shortcomings as a general manager. Terrible at time management, although he has gotten better at that. But, Dennis, I think our biggest gripe with Ron has been quarterback, correct? I know he's had other blunders at other spots. For me, it's the offensive line. No, for me, it's the offensive line. That is real. They won seven games or eight games last year and the year before. Why do we want to do that again? And, And... so, no, I, I am of the opinion he better win 12 games. None of this 10 stuff. He better win tw- 10. And, now I'm going to give you two other reasons why I don't want him. Mm-hmm. Giants game number one yeah. and Giants game number two. <laughs> they fell flat. It was terrible. It was awful. And I blame the coaching staff for that because the Giants were not a better team, and we stunk the joint up with them, and that's the coach. Hey, Dennis, I appreciate the call. That's real. That, that's as real as it gets. I, I can't argue with that. I understand those of y'all who feel like there's no going back with Ron Rivera, right? A, a lot of y'all are of the mindset that he's already gone. His ass is already grass, so to speak, right? I get it. But let's have some perspective here when talking about this. Let me be the voice of reason for y'all. As upset As upset as you are with Ron Rivera about the decisions he's made, as the GM of this team, so to speak, in the coach-centric approach, all the above, as angry as you've been with Riverboat, you're telling me if Sam Howell ends up being the one and Sam Howell's got the goods and he turns into a top 10 to top 12 quarterback, you're telling me you're going to can Ron Rivera after that? How could you? How could you? Think about it. it Let's put it in terms like this. You've been dating a big woman all your life, man. All your life you've been dating a big girl. She finally goes out and drops 50 pounds for you. It looks like the baddest thing coming out of the neighborhood. You telling me you're going to look for another woman? All you wanted was a skinnier woman. You got a skinnier woman, and now you want somebody else. That's how that sound right now, man. All we've wanted was a long-term answer at quarterback. Yet, if Sam Howe ends up being the guy and Ron drafts him, y'all still want to get rid of Ron? I don't know, man. I'm not buying it. Not buying. Let's go to Rob in DC. What's going on, Rob? Hey, I'm enjoying the show, and everything within me is trying to agree with you, <laughs> but I can't. I can't really follow you because you said an all. It's a couple things. You said already tired fan base. Yeah, exactly. I'm like the, the two previous callers. I've seen three uh, parades here in this city, so I know what winning is 
in terms of this franchise. Yeah, we're already tired. So you can't tell us six and eleven and eight and nine is balling out. I can't I can't get with that. And secondly, the last caller gave you his his record for this year. Overall, Ron Rivera's ninety seven, eighty six and one career. Trust me. I know. I'm the one that was singing the tune to you. I get it. I'm the biggest Ron critic there is, Rob. But I'm saying this, bro. And you're a long term fan. So you want go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but could he possibly be a great evaluator of talent, but not good at putting it together? So if the Sean Payton thing is straight up legitimate, new ownership wants to clear house and come in winning or at least attempting to win. I can't see you giving him, even if he wins 12 games on one year, are you going to re-sign him? And after one year, that's a body of work that you're going to base Sam Howe on one year. And it's not the quarterback. I agree. It's the line. You can have a good quarterback, but if you don't give him time to throw or to do what he needs to do, six and eleven, eight and nine is not Look, good for Sam. Bo- I don't bo- care if both he things is. can be true, though, Rob. Both both things can be true. The offensive line could be horrendous, and the quarterback position could not be accurately addressed. Both of those things can be true. My thing yeah, is where I'm coming from is for a team, and you know this, being a longtime fan of this group. For a team and a franchise that has struggled to find long-term stability at quarterback, Kirk Cousins is really the only guy in this century that's provided long-term stability for us. You're telling me if Sam Howe, and here's the hypothetical numbers I gave, 3,800 yards, 29 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. That's enough for me to say, hey, Slim got the goods moving forward. You're telling me if Sam Howe goes and performs that way, but we missed the playoffs. Ron's got to go. So Ron gets no credit for drafting yeah. Sam Howell? He gets the credit for drafting him, but we still not winning. So it's, you can't be like six. You can't be I, like I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I do. You just can't have that. And I appreciate so. the call, Rob. I, I get what you're saying. What Rob is saying is that, well, if we get this improvement at quarterback and Sam Howell shows he's him, so to speak, the hell yeah, we should be winning some more games. I agree with that 110%. So let me change my hypothetical, so to speak, right? If, but the whole thing is you can miss the playoffs and still show signs of improvement. I know y'all don't want to hear that because this team has failed to win more than eight games since Ron has been on the job. I know y'all don't want to hear that. But you can show tremendous signs of growth and improvement and miss the playoffs. Both of those things can be true. And I'm saying if the latter happens and Sam Howell shows tremendous growth and it becomes very clear and obvious that moving forward, Sam needs to be the guy, and Sam earns that gig and that title. How can you justify getting rid of the man who drafted him? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Team 980, always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Douglas in charge, Wilbur Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 3 o'clock before we dish the rock to the Hoffman Show here on this Tuesday edition of the Burgundy in Gold today. So the question at hand is what does Ron Rivera have to do to keep his job past the 2023 season? Is there anything Ron Rivera can do to keep his job Past the 2023 season. I want to hear from you guys. 301-230-0980 is the number. Look, man, to me, I've already kind of given my piece on this. If you are Ron Rivera, if you are a fan of this fan base, actually, let me really back it up all the way. For a team that has been starved for an answer at quarterback for as long as we have, you're telling me if Ron Rivera is the guy that finally gets it right, you're telling me y'all want to blow him out of town? Let me tell you what should happen. And let me give you the hypothetical scenario that I've been workshopping and crafting up in my head that I got shock-jocked into thinking, so to speak, right? Sam Howell this year. Let's play hypothetical here. Bear with me. Let's say Sam Howell goes out and throws for 3,900 yards passing, 30 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. Washington finishes the season 10-7. and seven. Yet they missed the playoffs because the NFC is just that competitive next year. How in the hell do you fire Ron Rivera after a season like that? Not only did you get to double-digit wins for the first time in Lord knows how long, you also seemingly solved the game's most important position, talking about quarterback. Under those scenarios and circumstances, I don't care how the hell you feel about Ron Rivera and his shortcomings here. If he gets quarterback right, Everything else is water under the bridge with me. What really matters here? The fact that Jamin Davis was a bust or that Sam Howell was a damn slam dunk quarterback pick? Let's really look at the Sam Howell thing for what it is. Do you realize how Washington even ended up with Sam Howell? Because they traded back in the first round. And that trade back in the first round ends up getting them Cole Turner. It ends up getting them Sam Howell. And it also got them Brian Robinson, if I'm not mistaken. So if you're Washington and you're really looking at how Sam Howell was acquired and brought on, if he turns into a top 10 to top 12 quarterback, that draft day deal ends up being one of the biggest fleeces in modern history. And who was the architect of that deal? Ron Rivera. I understand the frustration and the lack of patience that you all have with Riverboat. I get it. I'm a bigger Ron Rivera critic as the next man is. But I understand what matters, right? And seemingly, y'all have forgotten what matters. I told you at the top of the show what wins in the National Football League. The cheat code in 2023 to building a championship contender is having a quarterback on a rookie contract. 
That's what every team wants to do, essentially. Look at what the Philadelphia Eagles were able to do this past season and how crazy GM Howie Roseman was able to go in free agency because they were littered with cap space. Why? Because Jalen Hurts was on a rookie contract. It's not rocket science, folks. Don't zig when everyone else zags. This is clearly the way you team build in 2023. Get on board. You got to, which is why I love them taking Sam Howell. I love them trying to hand the keys over to Sam Howell. That makes sense. Whether or not the decision was forced on them because of the ownership situation or not, you ultimately got to the right decision, and that is trying to develop Sam Howell and doing the best you can to make sure he's put in position to succeed. That's it. So if Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders next year go out and win 10 games, Sam Howell clearly is the guy moving forward, but you missed the postseason. Y'all ready to get rid of Ron? What's more important? Finding a long-term answer at quarterback or being a damn wild card team? You can't have your cake and eat it too. Pick your poison, right? What really matters to you all? 301-230-0980 is the number here on the Burgundy and Gold today. Roberto's in D.C. What's going on, Roberto? My man. What's up, man? Listen, it's a simple solution for Ron's problem. Ron, the GM, needs to fire the, the coach. So whoever he brings in as the OC can have a Jim, Jim, Jim Zorn type of experience. Come for the OC, get, get the head coach's job. Ron goes up to, in the offices, chill out. He does his job of cleaning up the culture. But he needs to step away and let some young mind run the show. He got the groceries. Get a better cook. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But if he, and I appreciate the call, Roberto. If he's the one, though, that ultimately solves quarterback here in D.C., I don't, not, not only should he not get fired, they should build a statue. They should have a statue built for Ron if Sam Howe ends up being the guy. I got to figure out what's important to y'all, what really matters. And to me, the most important thing for me is getting the quarterback right because guess how you win and have sustained success in this league is if you figure out quarterback. That's it. That's all. It's not rocket science. Cliff's in D.C. What's wrong, Cliff? Hey, long time, little <laughs> I I had to change of thought. <laughs> um, you had to change of thought while you was on hold? What Ron needs to do to keep his job, number one, is if him and Sam Howell go out there and have a good year, let's say if they win 10, 11, maybe 12 games before the season's over, they have to at least, in my book, Ron has to win the NFC East, number one, and he has to get the team to the NFC Championship. Are you serious no right now? That's right, because Ron did Dwayne Haskins dirty. Here they coached Heineke up. They coached Sam Howell up. Ron didn't make no excuses. That coaching staff did not coach Haskins up the way he should have been coached up. 
They came in, took over the coaching duties, and didn't even attempt to um, try to coach Haskins. Well, now, well, now you're going to drag us down a rabbit hole. That, now, now you're going to drag us down a rabbit hole that no one wants to go down. And I'll be the bearer of bad news because I have respect for the man, being that we're in the same, we're, we're the same damn age. I get the pressure that Dwayne Haskins was under getting drafted to his hometown team, and it meant some out of pressure. But let's be honest, and the folks around Dwayne will admit this. So look, Dwayne, God rest his soul, wasn't doing everything Dwayne could do to help himself out. That's why Dwayne didn't work here. Yes, they pulled the plug on him too quick, but I don't think he was ever in position to succeed from the get-go. And you know why? They went with Scott Turner instead of Kevin O'Connell. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, because they said um, when uh, Kevin O'Connell was here, as the games went on, Dwayne was getting better. Who knew Ron was going to decide to go the other way instead of keeping uh, Kevin or did, uh, did uh, Kevin decide to leave? But um, anyway, I'm still um, trying to get to the bottom of that. And I appreciate the call. Look, a lot of people, we, we don't know exactly what happened with the whole Kevin O'Connell situation. I know who does know what happened. And maybe maybe from three to six today, that's what the Prince of Passion will spend his time talking about. Is why did Kevin O'Connell not stick around here as the OC? I would love to ask him about that because that was at the time that Craig Hoffman was still on the beat. So Craig super plugged in and informed about that uh, whole situation. So uh, make sure you ask Craig about that. I'll make sure to ask him about it as well. Uh, Dean's in Gaithersburg. What's going on, Dean? What's up, man? You and Paulie got something against me right now. You didn't, you didn't hung up on me. Paulie didn't call me out about how in the in the, in the in the practice squad. Come on, they told us they told us in the beginning, Paulie, that he don't do none of the plays on the practice squad. You know, but now it starts up front, buddy. It starts up front, man. I don't know where you from, but I gotta give represent represent to uh, up here, way up in uh, Sugarloaf. Because you didn't know what Montgomery County was, I guess. This was all the state championship. <laughs> man, look, I'm from Gaithersburg, man. I know what Montgomery County is, man. <laughs> I, I live in Gaithersburg. You know where all the state championship is at. So when I talk, man, you should know that I'm talking about some good stuff, bro. <laughs> I got some good stuff for you, cuz. So, look, it starts up front. It starts up front, buddy. It starts up front, man. It, 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 look, Allen asked for his buddy to come. They like to play football in Alabama, man. We like to play football up here in Mo County, cuz. Look, I get it, man. We, we know what we're doing. You Look, know I, I get everything Hopefully. you're saying, but you, y'all are so hell-bent on the offensive line. Look at the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't like – I don't like – look, I don't like Ron. I don't like Ron. Okay? I'm, I, gla- and, I'm and, glad and you were open to you exactly to what he needs to be doing. Roberto, Roberto told you exactly what he needs to be doing. That's the only thing he can save Ron is himself. He needs to look at the man in the mirror and say, hey, look, they gave him the, they gave him the out. He needs to say to himself and say, okay, Jack, just go ahead and take over for a minute. Bop, bop, bop. We got to get this offensive coordinator under control, and then we can rock and roll because they got so much talent. He did his part. Like you said, you want to tr- trophy up front? Why? Because he cleaned up the character. We know what we're talking about. You up top, you know. We know what we're talking about, man. Look. Keep rocking. 106 and 72, buddy. Yes, sir. Enjoy man. yourself. And, and look, I appreciate the call. That's that's as real as it gets. I understand, and at least Dean was was real enough to come out and straight up say it. A lot of y'all just don't like Ron Rivera, and that is very clear and apparent. Very clear. Whatever, and, and I get why y'all don't like him because he's the coach of y'all football team. Y'all felt he hadn't done a good job. I root for the same team as y'all. I don't really like him either. I respect him, though, and I think that's the difference between me and y'all. There's a respect level that I got for Ron, right? And I know y'all, y'all don't want to keep hearing about 2020 and – the COVID year and him battling cancer is real, though. It's real. It's real. He took us to the postseason in year one. His plan at quarterback in year two was flawed. 
Y'all telling me if Sam Howell ends up being the guy, and we don't have to look at a quarterback moving forward for the next 10 to 12 years, you're telling me Ron Rivera doesn't deserve to stick around? He was the guy that drafted him. I'm going to die on that hill, man. There's nothing y'all can really say uh, to, to even convince me otherwise on this. Uh-oh. Sanchez. Yo, look at Hey, bro, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I know you've been talking to a whole bunch of haters today. I'm frustrated. Just take, a breath. Take, take a deep breath, bro, and I'm going to be a logical lunatic right now. <laughs> I agree with you halfway. If Sam Howell has this stat that looks good, we win 10 games, you got to make it to the playoffs. You got to win a playoff game. That's what you got to do. Because if you win in 10 games and you're 10 and 7 and you don't make it to the playoffs, that means you had something like a Sunday night against the New York Giants again. You had a game where you could not get over the top. Here's the bear. You got to jump over it. I don't have a problem with Ron. I have a problem with Ron's mouth. Pause. But I think that <laughs> he, he says too much. He, he just needs to shut up there. Stop making excuses. Because that's the biggest thing he does. Anytime they lose, he, he's like, oh, well, you know, th- these guys go out here and practice all the time. And he doesn't take accountability. When in his press conference has he ever said, this is on coaching, this is my fault, this is our coaching, we got to get better. You can count on one hand, Linnell, how many times he said that. And it was last year in the preseason when he said, oh, I got to talk to Jack, we got to get better on that. He doesn't call out his coaches. He doesn't. He, there's no accountability to his coaches, never. So if you're 10-7 and, and you ain't making the playoffs, but that's the goal, if you don't win the division, you got to go. I like Ron. I, I wish he, he succeed. I wish he go 15 and 2. I know that's not the case because I don't do crack. But, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you know, hey, if he can get to the playoffs, win a playoff game, I can make an argument for him to be back here next year. But you can't not miss the playoffs. You can't miss the playoffs. But think playoffs about it. And, and Corey, we appreciate the call, brother, man. But think about it, though, y'all. And Corey, all of y'all have been amazing in the points that y'all brought up. It's real. It's real, and I understand it. But, man, what's more important in the grand scheme of things? One playoff berth or having the quarterback position solved for the next 10, 15 years? What's more important? Our buddy Neil in Rockville just tweeted at me and said, oh, so the genius who picked Hal is the same idiot who brought Wentz in. Talk about wanting your cake and eating it, too. Eat your own cake. (laughs) Look. Neil got me. I'm stumped. That's real. That's real. But look. This is the thing, man. It's so hard. There's there's so many more swings and misses at the quarterback position than when you actually hit on somebody. I think all of your misses should be thrown by the wayside. That's just my train of thought, right? It's so hard in this league to pick quarterback. If if it was easy to evaluate quarterback, everyone would have a, a top caliber guy. Everybody would. But that position for years, especially in this passing league, is the most difficult to evaluate. So, yeah, Ron Rivera was the guy who pulled the trigger on Carson Wentz. Sure. But if Sam Howell comes out here and balls, and Sam Howell comes out here and proves himself to be him, so to speak, I don't care that Ron Rivera messed up picking Carson Wentz. I don't care about anything. All I care about is drafting and developing a young signal caller that's going to be here for the next 10, 15 years. That's all I care about. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That is all that I care about. Wendell's in Maryland. What's going on, Wendell? 
Hey, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir, I got you. That was a long wait. You know, it was it was very hard to listen to, uh, you know, most of that, uh, what people had to say. I'm a clinician by trade. And uh, we try very much to stay with facts and data that we can prove. Um, I, I hear this argument back and forth, and I'm not going to say Ron Rivera hasn't done a good job in some areas. Um, my point is he's done what he was brought here to do. And for this franchise to achieve any greatness, we need to move on from him and bring in the next coach who's going to take us to the next level. Now, how can I say that? I'm 72 years old. I grew up two blocks from RFK where my family still owns our home. And I've watched the team ebb and flow, and I've watched the phenomenon of the right coach coming here. And Lombardi came, we went from two wins to, to seven and seven. Then Coach Allen. So I, don't tell me that the coach doesn't make a difference. We're talking about debating where we should stay with Ron Rivera because he drafted Harold. Hell, the last time I checked, Ron Rivera was a linebacker on the 84 Bears. He doesn't have a resume as a quarterback guru. I don't think whether It's not about whether here. or not he's worked with the quarterback. It's the fact that he's our talent evaluator, guys. Come on. I understand that Ron's a linebacker. Like, don't, don't, don't try to play us for being stupid here, right? I get that. But look at how many other defensive-minded head coaches inherit and draft quarterbacks. Come on, man. This isn't something that's an anomaly that doesn't happen. This is real. Jonesy in Greenville. What's going on, Jonesy? But now, check this out, man. This is, some, <laughs> this is easy. Look, I hear all the haters on Ron. I don't hate the man. I think the man... It's A-OK. Just made a few bad decisions by listening to certain people, let's say. I, you, you fill in the blanks. I guarantee I won't be too far off. <laughs> or you won't be too far off. No, look, I know. But I'm going to take it this way, though. If the man can take, you to, take us to the playoffs with Sam Howe, put some bacon in front of him, like Fred Smith, when yeah, he'll be able to come back. And I think he's gonna. I think he's kind of had his own come to Jesus moment. Ron, the GM, and to Ron, the coach. I'm gonna do things way different this time. I don't know what the hell is going on with Jonesy's phone. We'll take a time out. When we come back. We'll put a ball on this man. One final segment before we dish the rock to the Hoffman Show. It's the Team 980 and streaming live nationally on the Free Odyssey app. One final segment here on this Tuesday edition of the Burgundy and Gold today. The Hoffman Show coming up next will take you on your afternoon drive home. Passionate discussion today, man. I'm I'm okay. I made it. I survived. I was worried, man. I heard y'all been talking a bunch of you-know-what while I've been out of here, man. I just know I'm back. I'm in the saddle, and I'm holding it down, man. So if you're going to come on these lines, come correct. Look, man, I'll say my final piece on this. I'm not changing. So don't, get, don't look forward to that. I'm not changing my stance on this. Because to me, it's very clear that y'all don't understand what y'all really want. Y'all have a conflict of opinion, so to speak, right? 
all of y'all up here this year, we, we were upset and we were all demoralized when this team missed the postseason, right? I felt you. I was stung just like y'all was. But to hear some of y'all call in here and say, well, if he doesn't make the playoffs, that's it for him. I'll ask the same question I've asked for the last half hour. What's more important to you? One playoff berth or having your franchise signal caller for the next 10 to 12 years? What matters to you? And depending on what your answer is to that question, it shows how smart you are as a fan. Because I know for sure I would trade. Let me not say that. Let me not not actually go there. Look, I would much rather have a long-term answer at quarterback. I'd take two straight missed playoff years if it meant I got my long-term answer at quarterback. Y'all tripping. Especially for a franchise and a fan base who has been starved of any type of long-term security at that position. Kirk Cousins is the last semi-long-term answer we've had at the position. So y'all are telling me if Sam Howell goes out here and proves himself and, and Washington goes out and wins nine, ten games but they don't make the postseason, Ron has to go? I think, I think for a lot of y'all, man, this Ron Rivera stuff has become personal. Y'all genuinely dislike the guy. I get it. When you make the boneheaded decisions that he made during the year and you're as arrogant and brash as he has been in press conferences, I get why y'all don't like him. But I love anybody who's going to fix the quarterback position here for us. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. You can hire Joe Schmo. You can hire our program director here, Chris Kennard. He can go be the head coach of the Washington Commanders if he's going to pick the quarterback position, right? That's all that matters in the National Football League. That's all that matters. And until we get a firm understanding of that as a fan base, we're always going to be on different pages, man. How y'all going to try to run the man out of town who picked our franchise signal caller? How much sense does that make? G from the shop. What's going on, G? Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I'm i with the 980 historian, historian Wendell, man. You you hung up on Wendell, too, Lunell. You wrong. I couldn't hear uh, him. Sound like he was. Nah, man. Like he had one in the air. Nah, man. He told you he's 72, man. He's a historian, man. Let, you should have let him speak, but this is your show, so go ahead. Don't hang up on me, though. I'm with you, though, Wendell. You know what I'm saying? I don't never want to see nobody lose their job ever. You know what I'm saying? But, like. We lost you. We lost you. Twitter. You can tweet at me always, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Uh, Jonesy tweets back at us after his phone crapped out on us. He said, I was in a bad area, man. Bottom line is, Ron makes the playoffs. He should be back. And I get that. I get that. And that's that's where I'm at with it. But no, that's not where I'm at with it. Because if Ron makes the playoffs and we still don't have a long-term answer at quarterback, to hell with making the playoffs. That's the frustration that I got. That's what y'all seem to be on different pages with, with than me. Making the playoffs one season doesn't move the needle for me. That's not That's not what what, what I really care about. Yeah. Yeah, it is me. <laughs> I know, yeah, man. man. Can you hear me? I got you. Did you hear yeah, what I nah, said, though? Hear, hear me out. Hear me out on this, though. Hear me out on this. Would you rather have one playoff berth or figuring out the answer at quarterback for the next ten years? What's more important? This what I want. I don't. I don't never want to see nobody lose their job. And, and, and if Ron did lose his job, that means we stink, and I don't want to stink. But he done displayed incompetency, 
and he's yes. displayed like he thinks we stupid. And like Corey said, he don't take accountability. He always take the credit saying Deron Payne did all the right things. That's why he had a great year. He say we're going to be run-centric and draft wide receiver at first round draft pick and don't upgrade none of the O-line. He didn't even know the damn standings in the playoff scenarios, and they paying him $7 million. And I know it, and I ain't getting paid nothing from them. I'm just a lady. <laughs> Look, I, I can't ever justify what the hell he said after that Cleveland game. There's nothing that anyone can say to defend what Ron said after the Cleveland game. And I know there was a conspiracy theory going around, and maybe maybe he's just not too fond of Grant Paulson, and that's why he gave – that smart-ass answer. But I just, I don't know, man. That was never, ever, ever going to sit well with this franchise. I, I definitely, truly do believe that, man. I, I truly do believe that. Rick in D.C., before we get out of here, what's going on, Rick? All uh, right. What we're talking about, uh, what we need to do is go ahead. Oh, Rick, you ain't even been tapped in, man. Talking about something what we're talking about. The question is simple, Rick. We got 60 seconds. Okay. If go Sam Howe proves himself to be the guy moving forward after 2023, should Ron keep his job? Because Ron drafted Sam Howe. Yeah, Ron should keep his job. I mean, let's uh, go with what we have. Uh, Sam, I mean, he's a good quarterback. Uh, That's not the point, though, Rick. I'm saying Rick, Rick joined the party late. Obviously, he's a little late to what we're talking about here. But clearly, man, I don't know. I hope, I really do hope that some of y'all change your mind on this because it's beautiful. We'll have, what, five, six months to talk about this? As the season gets closer and more and more positive things start to come out about Sam Howe, remember, remember what you heard it here. You heard it here first. Sam Howe is going to be the guy. And I know I've done this before. I died on the Heineke Hill. I died on the Wentz Hill. I got three lives, man. Sam Howe is my last quarterback evaluation I'll go public with. Because if Sam Howell ain't it, I don't know what the hell we're going to do. That's going to do it, though, on this Tuesday edition of the Burgundy and Gold Today. If you missed any of the show, make sure you go back and download the podcast. It'll be up momentarily. The Hoffman Show is next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.